When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to Trot's Life. It is your Wednesday edition with Toby McKinnon and uh, Ken Tippett is on the line. And Ken, we've been going back through some Leeton Breeders plate memories and I thought yours in 2003 would be well worth revisiting, mate. Uh, how are you today? Yeah, I'm going really well, thanks. Uh, it's a bit busy, but... Um... Yeah. Beats the alternative of not being busy, I suppose. Yeah, 100%. 100%. Nice to be busy and keep active uh, and doing something that you love. You've been a harness racing trainer for a long, long time, Ken. Well, I have. I've had um, interest in horses for virtually since I was a kid, but um, in harness racing from the, the 80s. Yep. Early, a bit earlier, or maybe the 70s, but full-time since, 90, uh, since the end of 1992, so 1993, full-time. So what was that? You had a good horse back then too, uh, or maybe he came a bit later. Rats? When did Rats come along? He was the first no, one no, I remember. He, he, yeah, he came first. Um, yeah. He, he came along first, and a little horse called Crafty Miss came along, and Vienna Knight, so I had the three of those together. So it was yeah, a yeah. pretty fun time in uh, 93, 94. <laughs> yeah, yeah, 100%. And then they sort of got you hooked, did they? Oh, we were already hooked because... Um, well, it goes back to my father. He he had he was a bit of a, a gambler, and so was my brother. And they uh, first horse my father had was a horse called Young Globe that actually won it. Um, I think he won six or seven races at the Melbourne Showgrounds for Peter Ward. And yeah, yeah. We travelled the we travelled the countryside and the state with him. And um, I remember going to Harold Park with him to watch watch him in a Victoria. Uh, sorry, in the New South Wales Derby. So we've been hooked a long time. Then um, then my brother got into it full time. Yeah. Uh, I was a school teacher, so it was funny because we owned this property together and I said to my wife, Sue, maybe um, the way these three couple of horses are going, I should give this a crack because Glenn was going okay. And then yeah, yeah. Um, along came Franco Tiger and at the end of 92, the redundancy, voluntary redundancies come from the education department, which, which I took up. Yep, and we've we've been going along since then. Oh, sorry, in 1992 I had um, that's when I did get rats actually. Yeah, had rats in 91, and then um, then I think he won his he won the New South Wales Trotters Derby at his fourth start, and he won the new the Victorian Trotters Derby at his sixth start. So I thought, just so easy this this training game. <laughs> How good's this training game? You've yeah, never been you, you've never been tempted to go back to the classroom. Well, I had to once or twice, yeah, believe yeah. it or not. Yeah, um, yeah. Um, the horse has got a herpes virus, and uh, they all had to have three months off at one stage. So I had a friend who was a principal at Tulum Vale Primary School where I'd actually been the principal for for 12 months. Yeah. And he said, you better come back. We're looking for someone for three days a week. So, so uh, Flaming Roadsters, the horse we're here to talk about, is... Has he right. been the has he been the best horse you've ever had? He's been the best pacer, I would say. I still yeah. I still classify rats as the best one. Yep. Um but as a pacer, uh he was miles he was by far the best pacer I've ever had. He 
you bought him from the ABG sales, or the owners did? Yeah, the owners did. They, um, it was quite a nice story, the uh, Flaming Roads Day, because everything was done as a family. Joe Galifer and his wife were uh, involved, and then they had um, Grace had her sister Mary and involved with her husband, which was Sergio, and the four of them used to do everything together. They used to go to every race meeting together. They yeah. go to the sales together. They do everything together. And this particular year, they'd been out on the day before and watched the parade and watched everything. And they said, "Oh, I think we're going to buy this horse." And they did actually. I didn't. I really don't think I even went to see him. And they bought him. And then they w- walked through, and Sergio liked another one there. So um, Joe bought another one called Black Star Adonis. So they they bought two yearlings that year. So um, Flaming Roadstar was a Brooklyn Lodge horse. And he won the parade. He so they they were pretty happy with themselves when they bought him. Yeah. Okay. So they brought the two horses out of the sales, and then did you break them in? Were you a, uh, did you break them, or did yeah. someone else break them, or what? Well, I actually started to break them in, but uh, Blackstar Adonis gave it to me, and um, oh, <laughs> he hurt me a bit. So I virtually sent him somewhere else to 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 do. But then again, he he did it to that person too, and he was a bit of a handful. Whereas. Flaming Roadstar was always just an absolute gentleman. He was just a beautiful horse. He kicked off his two-year-old campaign in a two-year-old at Kilmore. It wasn't. It was a bit later in the year. Not like the famous two-year-olds at Kilmore from a bygone era. And you, you ran second there to Catherine Dance, a beat a horse home called Robin Hood that went on to a few good things as yep. well, and then ran fifth in the final at uh, Mooney Valley. So he was always going to be an early two-year-old. That's what Joe liked to target. Yep. He wanted him up and racing as soon as he could. So every time we bought a two-year-old yearling, it had to be um, go, go, go with them. So he wanted to do that, and he paid up for everything. Yep. And the first, the first uh, race off the on the mark was the Breeders' Crown at um, oh sorry, the Breeders' Plate at, at Leeton. So that's what we targeted. Had you been there before with anything? No, I hadn't. No, I hadn't. I, I knew all about it because uh, I remember as a kid, I used to listen to it, yeah. uh, listen to the race. And um, I always vividly remember, I'm pretty sure it was never say die winning up there. And I thought, oh, one day it'd be good to win one of those races. <laughs> yeah, 100%. Everyone says that about this race. There's something about it yeah. for some reason, isn't there? Oh, uh, I'm, yeah, I'm not sure what it is, but um, it's a great one to target. I think it was because... It was probably the first major one for the year. Yeah. And everyone tries to target, in those days, everyone tried to, to uh, win the first two-year-old program for the year. Yeah. Um, that that really didn't suit me too much, but the Breeders' Plate did. It was, um, was just a little bit later than the first races. So you went up, you won the heat with uh, Flaming Roadster. Black Adonis ran third in a heat as well. He was $2.30 yep. favourite, and... Grant Crane took his really good horse up the century. We didn't know how good the century was at this stage, but he won a heat as well. And you go into the final and you drew gate one, but for some reason the century was a late scratching. Was there any drama with the late scratching or did that happen during the day or what happened there? Oh, it was during the day. Um, I think we got an inkling the night before that the something wasn't quite right and maybe not coming up. Hmm. Um but it was going to be interesting because my horse was pretty good gated horse. I'm not sure. Um, and as it was, we got around the first turn pretty well. And you wanted to be on the fence and you wanted to be in front. So 
we had all the barrier draws and all the favours, so it was going. It would have been a pretty good race, I think. Did you stay up there for the week, or did you go up and back? No, we actually stayed the week because um, we thought it was pretty hot. Uh, a friend of mine, Craig, and he and his cousin Jeff came with us, and the three of us we went up and and stayed the week. We was, we actually stayed in the the first night. We stayed in the I think it was the Leeton pub. Yeah, but it was that hot we couldn't sleep, so we had to go and find some other accommodation somewhere. So we did that. Uh, Sue never came up because uh, uh, her mum was really sick at that time, so she wanted to stay with her for as long as she could. So. Um, then we had a big entourage come up for the final, so it was really good. It was a great, it was a great carnival, but it's, I tell you, it's very hot. Yeah. What was Rod Petroff's involvement? Oh, like obviously he was driving the horses for you at that time. Was he working for you, or he's only a young bike, I imagine? Yeah, no, I don't think he was. He, no, he never worked for me. Uh, at one stage, he had horses here. Yeah. And uh, we helped, he helped us out that way, but. Uh, I think he was with. I'm pretty sure at that stage he may have even been with Gavin. Yeah. Yeah. And um, we just wanted a driver, or Joe wanted a driver that could stick with the horse and Mm. be with him the whole way through. And when you when you try and get Daryl or uh, Gavin or the good drivers, they'll they'll just pick and choose where they go. So that really didn't suit. So we we grabbed Rocket, and Rocket was quite happy to do that. Um, He 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 didn't stay. He came up and back a few times. Yeah. He he drove yeah. the century in the other heat, but he he chose Flaming Roadster. Was that out of loyalty to you, or was that because he thought the barrier draw was better, or why did he choose, or do you not do you not know? Um, I'm not really sure. I think it was because we've been um, loyal to him and just yeah. you can drive him all the way through. And I think I think was well, Chris was supposed to drive the century. I'm not sure, um, and he may not have come up for the heat. Yeah, but, that's possible. Um, that's, I think that's the way it worked. That's, I think that's pretty much the way it panned out. Yeah. Now, a bit, bit more on Flaming Roadster. He didn't really end there. And you're probably not going to love Blayton Lye, let's be honest. You're in second to Blayton Lye in the Vic Bread final at 33-1. to 1, And then you're in second to him in the APG final. And uh, he was a bit yeah. of a thorn in the side, Andrew Patrick Gath and Blayton Lye at that stage. Oh, <laughs> uh, he does that to me, Andy. <laughs> yeah, he They're does. good trainers, aren't they, those folks? You're not the yeah, only one that he does that to. <laughs> yeah, I know, <laughs> I know. But good on them. Uh, you know, everyone works hard, so they've got a good horse, they've got a good horse. But, look, it didn't matter. You ran second. It may have been disappointing, but you know what? The thrill of being out there and yeah. being in those races was just sensational. It was so good. We just, we just loved the whole journey. He was just a great horse because he tried. Yeah, um, he wasn't the easiest horse to drive because he's very lazy. He, I don't know how he go with the rip, whip rules of today because um, yeah. <laughs> you virtually had you just had to be at him the whole time. But uh, the more you ask him, or the quick the more you hit him, the, the faster he would go. So yeah, he, he wasn't a he wasn't a horse for this day and age. I can tell you. Yeah. Okay. He he had some really good highlights through the journey and. He never really cracked it for that major win, but he ran right through derbies and Vic Breads. He won a Wangaratta Cup, which was was probably his best win, was it, in the end, the Wangaratta Cup? Um, no, I think the Leeton race was probably higher. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, I mean, yeah, as, but, as an open-age um, horse. As, a, as an open-age horse, yeah, probably he was. Um, you, know, he, you know, he's got a few highlights, and you won't know this one. This one I'll get you. Uh, Nathan Jack's first winner in... Mini Valley, I think, was on Flaming Roadster. Oh, no, I didn't know. I, yeah. You know yeah. I do my homework, but no, I didn't know yeah. that was his first Metro winner. 
Well, Lee Sutton was supposed to drive him, and I think Lee got suspended. So we just said, who are we going to throw on? And I think Lee said, well, there's Nathan, so we'll put Nathan on. So, And I'm pretty sure that was his first Metropolitan winner. A bit I wet, could be wrong. A wet, wet, bit wet between the ears, Nathan Jack, back then. Well, behind the ears, sorry. <laughs> yeah, behind the ears. He, he could drive, and he can still drive, I can tell oh, you. Oh, yeah. Yeah, pretty good drivers. But, um, but we, we used junior claims on him. Yeah, at, at different stages because he was just a good horse to do that with. So, um, no, he was a great horse. You you nearly by a by a very short margin. You nearly beat Blacks of Fake in the Yarra Valley Cup, but uh, it was for second and third, not for the for the win. Unfortunately, yeah, I can you believe Blakey beat Blacks of Fake in a Yarra Valley Cup? Yeah, I know. <laughs> we, we laugh about that because my nephew's called Blake, and we go say, I don't know how you did it, but you've done it. You just keep mate, creating headlines wherever you go, and you've, won a, you've beaten Blake's a fake. So, yeah, that's the way it goes. Yeah, you had a crack at some inters with him as well. In 06 in Tassie, and then 07 in the, the Vic South Australian one was probably nearly the highlight of his open age career, really. Fourth, third, fourth through the heats. I'm not sure how you didn't make the final. You must have been awful close to making the final, but you didn't. You're in the consolation and ran fourth in the consolation. It was one point. One point, wasn't it? Yeah. by one point. Oh. Yeah, it was pretty disappointing. It, it was a great series. I loved it, actually. I loved the I loved the fact that we started here. Yeah. And then we had to pack up and get to Adelaide. And um, I stayed, Lance and I stayed at a place uh, out at Port Gawler, um, Buckland Park. With uh, oh, yeah. the yeah, yeah, and it was like for me, it was good because I, I had him and I forget what I had something else over there. Oh, I, I had the gunstar over there too. He went through the three year olds, and I think he ran maybe third in the guineas and second in the derby. And so it was a good trip, but it suited Lance because where we, we had to go and work the horses up the the drain, the inlet drain for the, for the tide, yeah, and it was about a kilometre and a half. So you'd run a kilometre and a half, then you'd have to turn around and jog back a kilometre and a half, then turn around and go a kilometre and a half. But the inter-dominion for the trotters over there was um, one of those standing start turn and burns. Yeah, 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 yeah. And Uncle Patrika, he was off his head, but he was a half-crazy horse. But the fact that he was up and down doing these left-hand turns and running... Yeah, he, he drew barrier seven in the in the heat. Uh, sorry, in the final, I think it was, and he jumped straight to the front. <laughs> just so it suited him right down to the ground. He just turned and burned like he was on that uh, on that inlet. Turned and burned. Yeah, turned and burned. Yeah, so it was pretty good. We had we had a, did have a good time, but uh, he was very stiff in the consolation actually because he got held up and held up and only just got a crack at him right at the end. So I'm pretty sure he would have won it. You weren't you weren't first emergency, were you? Like Torrid Saint, and you could have run second in the in the final if you got a run. No, <laughs> no. I don't know. I can't remember to tell you the truth. Fair enough. Um, aim for the stars today. Uh, Warrigal race one number two. Not quite a flaming roadster, but a sneaky chance. Well, a little sneaky chance. Um, I think I'll be the first leader, and I'll I'll probably be the leader. I, I won't be handing up. Yep. Uh, the twenty two hundred. Maybe not the best distance, but if he gets it easy enough, it should be okay. Um, he went really well last start. I was very happy with him. Yeah, it was over a mile, and I think the leader didn't go that strong. It was a bit of a just a run home, but he, he was good. So he might be just nearly back to what he can do.
Very good. Can can you believe we just spoke for 15 minutes about Flaming Roadster on Trot's Life? It's sort of unbelievable in a sense, isn't it? Well, I could have gone on for more because the yeah. other part of that is that Black Star Adonis. Yeah. Track work and trials was a, was a much better horse. Yeah. But didn't didn't try at the races. So it's amazing, isn't it? One, the horses that try that are not good race horses. Um, sorry, the can sound good racehorses. They just they're laid back. Yeah. And they save their energy for the races and that's what Flaming Race Day is to do. And gentleman of a horse. Absolute gentleman. Very good. All right, Ken, I'll let you go, mate. Thanks for coming on uh, Trot's Life and great memories and great memories of the of the Leeton uh, plate as well. Thanks, mate. Fantastic. Thank you. Bye. There is Ken Tippett from uh, some memories from 2003 onwards. He won that 2003 Breeders' Plate on New Year's Day and uh, some great memories from Ken and, and, and a great chat as well.